her tentacles.
Thank you and good night. For the Gates of Delirium and the whole staff here at MutinyRadio.fm, here at the sprawling state-of-the-art studios, I thank you for listening to another two hours of progressive rock and roll here at the Gates of Delirium. Hosted by a dazzling array of ever-shifting personalities. Tonight I've had the honor. My name is... Thomas. And there on the left is now Doing my best on making good on all that I promised And right beside that is now Hey everybody, it's six o'clock. Uh... No, it's, yeah, it is. It's six o'clock. Hey, it's time for the happy hour, the happiest hour of two hours of comedy ever that comedied in the history of comedy. Yay. Um, we're going to get it started. It's going to be super fun. And we've got all kinds of comedians that are pre-signed. And then there are audience people that will come and they will vote and they will judge. And if there are no, like, actual real people, well, we have Chad. And he can be he can be the one uh, audience person there it is Uh, all right so hold on a second we're gonna get started here with the comedy comedy Friday night Yay! Hi. Oh, um, bring the chairs in from outside. Thanks. Cool. Um, and the other thing to do, I'm just totally lifting the veil for the radio audience. Um, on the iTunes, if you press pause or stop, because it bleeds and it makes me crazy. Like I hear the, because I'm a crazy person. Ooh, I should turn this up. Hi. Hi, people. Uh, I'm your host, Ben Benjamin. Uh, I got sticks. We got all kinds of crazy things happening. Like, oh, uh, oh. Uh. Okay, there we go. <gasps> there it is. Now you'll be able to hear yourselves. Hey, uh, clap your hands together, everybody, for Chad running the ones and twos tonight. Yay! So that I can host from the stage. It's so much more fun to be up here. Since your first comedian, Ian Levy, isn't here, I guess I got to. Burn the time. Hey, this is this is chair in the front. Who's gonna sit here? This is there we go. That's where Jesus. That's where Jesus sits. I guess I don't know. Or Elijah. Like that's where someone put out. Anybody remember the Bible? No. Cool. I had something I wanted to talk about today. That was hey Dash. Cool. Hey, 
Is that more bread? Shut the fuck up. Did you did you watch British Baking Show today? Did you see what happened? Do you care? Oh my god. Nobody else does anybody else cry at reality TV? Do you all you all you're all healthy people that have emotional outlets with other people? I I cried today in the bathtub at British Baking Show. <laughs> they went from fourth to the final three. Baking. None of you bake. What do you do with your time? Who plays video games? Woo! Oh my God, what a waste. You don't even bake while you're playing video games? I don't allow myself to watch TV unless I'm baking. So I have to be double dipping, right? Like I can't, but you can't read a book and uh, watch TV at the same time. So I can't double dip there. Anyways, I bake. I bake a lot. I got cookies tonight. If anyone wants to try one, they have a lot of weed. I'm like, hi, Brady. God, there was something I wanted to talk about tonight, and I can't remember what it was. It was like an old, weird story, and I was like, oh, that's funny. And now I can't remember. No, I, oh, okay, I know what story I'll tell. No, I know what story I'll tell. I'm going to tell, so, and I did this, so um, I, I have, there, there, are, there are a bunch of trans comedians in the uh, community, and there was the whole Dave Chappelle thing, and everybody's talking about trans, trans, trans. And so I was like, I had a trans moment. I, when I was 11 years old, and then I, I told it to a trans friend, and I was like, is that, does that hurt your feelings? I did, because I'm like, I'm trying to relate, but I didn't, but I really... I just wanted to be a I just wanted to be a little boy because then you get all the rights and privileges that go along with being a boy. So when I was a ballerina, when I was eleven, I was a mediocre girl ballerina, mediocre, like okay, like I was on point. I started point, you know, I could do double turns, and like. But if I was a boy, I would have been great because all the boys they were like sickled feet and they barely tried. And they're like, I don't want to do this. My mom's making me, or my dad's gay. Like something was happening that they were in ballet, and they would not so. All the little girls in the shows would get lifted by like these 24, 25 year old men. It was kind of creepy. <laughs> like, but I never got to be one of those girls because I wasn't featured. I was just mediocre. So I went to my teacher and I was like, let me be a boy. I'll wear the black tights. I'll wear the little wife beater instead of the little black thing with the little tights. I'll be a boy. You keep telling me I'm too fat. Let me lift. Let me do something. This is 1984, 85, please. And she said, no. <laughs> so I was like, oh. I could have been the best boy ballerina ever. I could have. So then I, I said that to a trans friend, and then I was like, I'm belittling your experience, aren't I? <laughs> That's kind of what I did. I'm like, let me white lady splain <laughs> trans to you when I was 11 in ballet. Okay. None of you are ballerinas? Newman, how many times did you win the science fair? <laughs> really? Am I being, was that, was I being accidental racist strikes again? But is it like, it's like things exist for a reason, right? I mean, Indian people are usually smart. You're, you're breaking boundaries by being, by, I think that, I think Arjun did it before you <laughs> by dropping out of Berkeley. Where'd you drop out of? Ah, see, you're fine. You're just young, just... I don't know, keep listening to the man. Just know that um, no matter how many degrees you accumulate, you don't need any to be a stand-up comedian. <laughs> it's all just worth if you... No one else wasted their time. Ian's still not here, which is funny because he was supposed to be the first... No, what? <laughs> He's getting passed at the punchline. You can't hate on that guy. Not, not like... Oh, no, he's number five on the list. 
I memorized the list tonight. You're number four. You're number two. Ian was, no, you're number two. You're number three. You're number three. I got confused because you're both white and look sort of, you got a haircut, Brian, so I was confused. No, I, I, I know. <laughs> I heard all about it. Breakups. I'm going to try. Uh, I have nothing to say about breakups. I never, because I never break up. <laughs> you just stay with them forever. Wow. I'm sorry. Are you sad? Do you feel better? You feel fine. Okay, good. All right. I'm going to, I don't have it. Oh, okay. So I've been lonely. I don't know how lonely you've been. But when I get super lonely, I go out to bars alone and I sit underneath the TV when like the Warriors are doing well and I pretend that all the crowds are cheering for me. <laughs> Yay, me! I know I'm doing great! <laughs> Thank you! None of you do that. Where do you cry alone in public? At work, see? See, but at work, people can comfort you. See, on the, I cry alone on the bus because nobody's going to comfort you. And if they do, you need to get off the bus. <laughs> Don't talk to those people. They're scary. Uh, no, I, I do. I cry on the bus. Okay. Ian's not here, but the other Ian's here. But we're just going to pretend that I warmed you up. What is wrong with you? Which one? Oh, okay. He's right. It's because he's a, he bothers you because he's a facsimile. He's like a Sam from another dimension. He's like taller and, yeah. <laughs> fight, 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 fight. <laughs> Which one of you is, well, you're not a walking, you're not a walking trash fire, Ian. You're lovely. Um, we're, no, no, no. Because Ian, the other Ian, who is a walk? He's not a walking trash fire either. Uh, but so we're gonna jump in. Are you okay? Okay. I'm sorry that I'm off the rails tonight. <laughs> All right, uh, tonight. <laughs> hey, I took a night off last night. So if anybody saw me on Tuesday or Wednesday at Milk Bar, I'm sorry. I don't remember anything. I have no idea how I got home except my shins hurt, which means I think I walked. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, your first comedian of the night. There's, um, I guess tonight, Chad is the judge. And people said they're listening online. So they're going to call in at 415-550-0511 and they're going to vote so that it's happening. So don't worry. Your first comedian, I never pronounce his name right because I constantly, Nar, thank you. God, whispering from the sides. That's beautiful. Put your hands together, everybody, for your first comedian, Narek DeBarbaric. I think you got that right this time. Uh, uh, I am now comedian number one, but I think you'll find my jokes are still number two. Um, so I, I used to think I used to think that honesty is the best policy, but then I realized. Employees must wash their hands after using the bathroom is actually the best policy. But then I learned the employees had been lying about washing their hands when I came full circle. That joke sucks. Um, it's at a restaurant and I ordered the catfish. They just brought out a 52-year-old man. <laughs> I, 
I seem to be a sucker these days because I, I also fell for one of those Nigerian Prince scams. Turns out Prince wasn't even doing a concert in Nigeria. <laughs> but they, they stole my identity. Now I'm the form, now I'm the gullible idiot formerly known as Narek. I, I live next to a tennis court. My friend said, you should buy a ball machine and like rackets and balls and just charge people to use them. I said, you want me to start a racket? So stories are supposed to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Unless it's an Instagram stories. Those just have vain people who need attention. <laughs> Once upon a time, a bunch of yuppies went out to brunch. The end. But don't worry, there was a sequel. They also had a picnic. Sometimes I have friends who post 22-part stories. It's like, slow down, J.R.R. Martin. They'll be introducing characters like in part 12. Hope they didn't give the film rights to HBO. Um, so I, I think we all agree that black lives matter, but um, wh where'd you guys land on white dudes with dreadlocks? <laughs> like, would you guys go to that march? No. That joke was, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> I agree. That joke was inspired by a guy outside a liquor store, for the record. Um, so looking at this da girl's dating profile, and it said, if you want to date me, you better like dogs. Thought she looked pretty good. <laughs> Another girl said to me she was looking for her Nerf gun partner. When I told her I wasn't into Nerf guns, she stopped messaging me. When I realized for her, it was Nerf for nothing. <laughs> All right, that joke sucks. Told me not to do it. Uh, I am in a relationship now. Um, yeah, there was a lot of disappointed ladies. And then I entered my relationship. Now I exclusively disappoint one lady. She doesn't like that joke. She, she thinks I can do better. That's all. Thank you, guys. You've been great. I'm Narek. Narek in his green pants. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you talked about Middle Earth there just for a second. You obliquely touched, didn't you? Yeah. yeah? Or J.R.R. Martin. Well, that was the other, you know, the other. Never mind. No, J.R.R. Tolkien. J.R.R. Martin. George R. R. Martin. I'm so confused. I just confused myself. I was going to do a joke about Gandalf, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm a terrible host tonight. But your next comedian's going to be amazing. Put your hands together for Brian John. Yay! So, Nark, your favorite policy is the employees must wash hands. Mine is China's one-child policy. <laughs> I hate kids. I have this uh, cousin who um, is like four years old, and he tries to make the cat eat faster by pushing its head into its food bowl as it eats. I can't wait to see how this kid treats women when he grows up. 
We're going to be out at dinner, and he's going to be like, honey, come on, the movie's about to start. Finish your fucking tapas. Slams the head down. That's that's what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I don't have a whole lot of new material. I, I do have a new haircut, um, so clap it up for that. <laughs> I, I, I know I've been trying. I've been having having bad writer's block, so I think I, I, I need to like take some mushrooms and you know go out into the woods on a vision quest and see God and emerge with the ultimate school shooting joke. Um, so until then, I'm going to go through some old shit. So. Um, have you guys, uh, tried, uh, Ron Lopez's Mexican ramen house? Critics rave, best Mexican ramen in the lower hate. East meets West. Umami has never been this cayente. Ron Lopez has changed the game. Cultural appropriation that's oh so appropriate. Tomo arigato, Ron Lopez. It works. All right. Um, so the most expensive search term on Google is mesothelioma. So if you want to like do an ad, you can pay to have your like if you're a lawyer, you can pay to come up when someone searches for mesothelioma, so you can help like sue them. I thought for sure the most expensive search term would have been squirting cock eruption. Narclap. <laughs> What other garbage jokes do I have? So um, I like new technology uh, a lot, but some of it's really scary. Uh, you know, there's drones that shoot precision-guided missiles. You know, I'm old school. I like to uh, mail pipe bombs, you know, with a nice handwritten note. Like, dear sir, I hope this letter finds you well. Please find a pipe bomb enclosed. Um, Bed Bath & Beyond's going out of business, so I'm going to open a replacement called Sheets, Shower, and Shit. Could be like, um, excuse me, sure. Um, where's the shit? It's over there. <laughs> uh, some people like to make an, uh, Instagram accounts for their dogs. Um, I made one for my landlord. Uh, I just have him come over to my apartment to fix shit, and I take pictures of him, and I put it on the Instagram. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, mm, so the, they, there's just a headline in San Francisco that they seized enough fentanyl to theoretically kill 2.2 million people. I love this idea of like how many things how many people you can theoretically kill. Like, we should use this metric for other things. Like, next year, Honda will produce enough cars to theoretically run down four billion pedestrians. <laughs> Our Boeing will produce enough 747s to do 9-11 83 times. That's, that's much better than the alternative headline, um, enough fentanyl to get the entire state of Wisconsin responsibly high, or to produce two million Miles Davis records. All right, that's my time, thanks. Brian John, everyone, yay. Yay, we're all comedians tonight, it's so precious. And Blanche. Yeah, right, she's, she's birth. I see you, I see you, pretty puppy. Do you have a special voice for your dog? Well, no, but like, do you? <laughs> 
Like when my cats talk to me, I talk in their voices and I have voices for them. You do you have a voice for Blanche? He's real quiet. All right, fine. I can't even do my kitty voice unless my kitty's in the room. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, your next comedian, oh my God, he begged me with more sourdough bread. And it's so perfect because, oh my God, I-, I can use it for the stuffing. I can use it for the stuffing. Oh my God. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm really excited about that. Because okay, I'll eat some of it and then the rest of it, and I'll make this. Okay. Uh, your next, no, I'm really excited. Like, I, nobody, do you wonder, no one really grasps how much I love baking. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, for Dash Renault! Yay! The question isn't, does Blanche talk? It's, does she vote? You know, is she, is she going to fill out the paper at the end? <clears throat> Some news in my life. My parents just did the 23andMe thing. We found out that I am related to Stephen Colbert. True story. Um, I just really hope he also got a notification. I think you would want to know that he's related to one of San Francisco's bottom-tier comedians. I think that would affect his ego one way or the other. A little more about my parents. They're still married. My father is 74. My mother is 67. So they're seven years apart in age. Growing up, I never thought there was anything weird about that. But recently, I learned they were high school sweethearts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, weirder still, both of my grandmothers on either side of the family were math teachers, which means the closest thing that I got to a sex talk growing up was the foil method. First, outer, inner, last. Yeah, yeah it didn't make sense to me either, which probably explains how I became a parent at age 21. But uh, yeah, I just got my son his first computer recently. Un- thank you, thank you. Unfortunately, I was caught stealing it. Turns out the Apple store had an eyewitness. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, it sucks because uh, they don't let you just say you want to buy it after that. You know, they tell the other Apple stores, it's a whole thing. And I knew my, I had to get my son a computer, and he said what he really cared about was audio quality. So I bought him a Dell. I knew that he didn't want PC though, so I put a MAGA hat on it. Yeah, stupid, stupid jokes, folks. Um, Speaking of parenthood, you guys know how penguins mate for life? I think that it's just being so close to the North Pole makes them super Christian. I'm sure they hate the mating for life. I'm sure of all the things that suck about being a penguin, that's one of the things they hate the most, you know? I guarantee somewhere out there there's a penguin right now with an egg on his feet looking at some penguin that's younger and hotter than the penguin he mated with, thinking, shit, I fucked up. <laughs> you know? Are you familiar with the, the Birthright program? Folks familiar with Birthright? It's, it's this program that Israel has where Jewish kids all around the world get a free trip to Israel. They have a similar program for Palestinian kids, except instead of sending them to Israel, their neighborhood becomes Israel, and they get sent to Jordan. But... Uh, I feel that if Christianity was the real deal, though, the church would offer a birthright trip to the North Pole. Ah! Seems obvious, doesn't it? You know, just give all these Christian kids a ride on the Polar Express, go up there, there's Santa's workshop, there's the elves, there's the fucking reindeer. It's like, okay, clearly this Christ guy is a big deal. You know, time to start going to church on Sundays, eating fish on Fridays, stop treating women as equal, you know, the whole nine yards. These are just jokes, folks. I know that there are no penguins on the North Pole. Come on. Um, 
Everyone have a good pandemic? Yeah. I found it very hard to make progress in a relationship when there was nowhere physically to go. Over the, core month of, over the course of four months, I had a relationship go from Netflix and chill to Disney plus anal. My favorite part about the pandemic being over, though, is that uh, all of our essential workers are finally back to being uh, just highly replaceable workers. That's good. Tired of competing with them for Tinder dates. Uh, but of course, the best thing, I don't know if you guys heard this, the CDC said that it is finally safe for fully vaccinated adults to share needles with strangers again, in case anyone's trying to tie one on after this. All right, you guys have been great. Let's give it up for your host, Ms. Pam Benjamin. Those have 20 milligrams. Yeah. He bakes bread. I, I mean, that, my goal in life is to be on the British, be the first American on the Great British Baking Show and put weed in everything. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I'm from California. They'll never let it happen. Okay, I can dream, dream about all kinds of things. Um, Ian, you're late, so I'll push you in when I can. But the other Ian's up right now. Oh, he's such a joy and a wonderment and a wonderful person and so very, very funny. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay! I am a joy and a wonderment. That's the one thing I want you guys to take away. How are we? Mutiny Radio. Yeah. Bring in the energy. That's what I'm here for. Uh, I'm a nice guy. I've always been a nice guy. That's how people perceive me, you know, a gentleman as such. But I don't want to be a nice guy, you know. I don't think any dude really wants to be a nice guy. We all want to be bad boys, right? I've tried being a bad boy, you know, wear a Fonzie jacket, but leather gives me a rash. <coughs> And I'm not fooling anyone, okay? <laughs> no bad boy wears khakis. That's rule number one of being a bad boy. You don't wear khakis. But I know I'm a nice guy because there have been countless amounts of women that leave me their drink when they go to the bathroom. <laughs> I was under the impression that's like rule number one of being a woman. <laughs> like you don't do that. But women just take one look at me and they're like, not this guy. <laughs> and I get offended. I'm like, well, Fucking, how do you know I'm not going to roofie you? <laughs> but they're right, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. They're right, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to stalk them on Instagram later and fantasize about a life with them because I'm a feminist and I don't want to scare women, okay? That's what I do. <laughs> I think it's because I'm very in tune with my femininity. I think that's what it is and women can sense that. I think that's... I don't really know what that means, to be honest, being in tune with your femininity, but I know that I could take one look at a dress and be like, that's a size four. And I could rock it, and I could rock it. <laughs> that's a good indicator of your femininity, right? Also, I notice when women talk about their experience, I like relate to it sometimes. <laughs> They're like, I don't feel like I could speak my mind around men. I do that all the time. <laughs> I don't like talking to men, you know? I feel threatened when a group of men walk towards me. That's me. I don't want to deal with them either. I cross the street. They're scary. And then I also bleed out of my genitals. Um, <laughs> uh, completely unrelated. If there's any doctors in the house, I'd, I'd love to pick your brain after the show. I got some questions. Anybody go to Outside Lands? Anybody go to Outside Lands? Good. Fuck that place, right? I fucking, I don't like concerts because I don't like participating. I, when I go to a concert, I'm under the expectation that I just want to sit and listen to music. But I hate when you go to a concert and they start like telling you what to do. They're like, everybody get up on your feet and wave your hands back and forth. It's like, I got to do fucking cardio while I listen to rock music? I don't want to be doing that shit. 
I came there to listen to music and they're telling me what to do. You know, I feel like they're bitch, you know. I've been to rap concerts, they're like, put your middle finger in the air. It's like, hey, 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 I'm a Christian. I'm not going to do that shit. <laughs> I, I didn't come to a concert to play Simon Says. I think that's my point. You know, I don't want to do what they say. Yeah, I don't like that one either. It's okay. <laughs> I, I didn't have health ed or sex ed until I was a senior in high school. I was 18 years old and I didn't have health or sex ed. That is so ridiculous to me. They waited that long to tell us not to have sex or do drugs as if we hadn't been doing that the entire time. <laughs> this room full of heathens were just doing this their entire lives. I like to think there was one kid that was like, fuck, you mean we weren't supposed to be doing drugs the entire time? Wish somebody told me that earlier. I like to think there was one kid that did that. But it was funny because we'd be learning about sex and stuff. It'd be like, you know, how to put on a condom and all that. I was fully a virgin at the time. <laughs> so my friends who weren't virgins, they were like laughing and I'd be in the corner like taking notes. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, this is funny. I'm like, oh, it goes in the vagina? Shit, good thing I took this class. Okay, that's been my time. I'm Ian, thank you. Ian Langlands, everyone, yay! Yay! I know! Big, deep claps. Like, guttural claps. <coughs> should we have an Ian Rock block? I think we should. Is that okay? You're always prepared at any time. Uh, we're going to have an Ian Rock block right now. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy! Yay! Oh, okay. Hello, everyone. It's me. Okay. I, uh... Last year I went through a, uh, a breakup and then immediately after the breakup I went online and I bought a uh, hundred condoms on the internet. Uh, and now a year later I am down to 104. So it's going, it's been a good year for me. It's very, you know, just gaining more slowly. I love collecting latex. It's my favorite thing to do. It's, it's going, it's weird. I find like after my, after my breakup, I, when you look at it, you kind of like look at the, the rubble of the thing. You see what you got out of it. And I feel like I only got positive things out of it. And I just made my ex's life worse, like comparably. Like at the end, because she completely revamped. Like she got me to like buy new towels and linens and stuff. She got me to buy new. I have now lavender soap I use because of her. I have new clothing that she taught me to get. I feel like at the end of the relationship, I have luggage and she has baggage. So, you know, I was going to, how it ended up. Ah, oh, yeah, there it is. It's, uh, I went, I tell you, I went through two breakups last year. If you count, I was a nanny and then, uh, I stopped being a nanny because uh, too many of the kids died. So I, no, they're fine. I know. But the kids, it was just a, it was a school job and, uh, I was helping the kids, but all the kids are in, in school now. And I think the breaking up with the kids was almost harder because it it was like going through a relationship where at the end one person is just completely indifferent that the breakup is happening. Because when I when I told the kids the news, I was like kind of tearing up and stuff, and I'm like, you know, but I'm not uh I'm not gonna be around anymore. And the kid he looked up at me and was like, uh, can I have a snack? And I was like, oh, okay, well you know, piece of shit. As and now I, I see I saw the kid recently at the park. I ran into, you know, which is like, you know, he was there with a new nanny. And, you know, how hurtful that was. Like, I thought this was our place. You know, you got to take a new nanny to the park. And I walked up and I was like, who is this whore? You know, and then he was like, this is my grandma. And, you know, and I punched that bitch. No, I, I don't know. It's, 
Clearly, this material is very well thought out. <laughs> I, um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, uh, it's a weird, it's a weird gig being a nanny and working with kids and stuff like that. I, I found a part I did like about it is having, uh, the, the baristas, or baristas, I'm talking about my old jobs now. Uh, other, I liked working with other nannies because we'd go to the park. They were the most supportive coworkers I've ever had because I had like a nanny squad. We'd hang out all together. And whenever we were having a tough day, we would talk about the kids like they were like a bad ex or something. We would just be like, girl, he does not deserve you. Okay. Uh, you know, you are too good for, he is a child. He is a literal child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. I, uh, I don't know what I now now I'm I'm back out there. I'm I'm looking for love. I don't really know what I want when it comes to a relationship. I think I just want what I can't have. Right? Like the other day I told a woman, I said, I think I'm just looking for something casual. And she was like, That's fine, me too. And I was like, I love you. All right, what are we let's move in together. Will you be my mom? That's the That's the ultimate that's the end goal of a relationship. Just a new mom. That's the my ex used to tell me, she said, I, I feel like a, uh, you make me feel like a pedophile because it feels like I'm fucking a child. So, <laughs> too real. Okay, I'll <laughs> strike that for the record. This is true. My ex, after we broke up, uh, she, she started doing stand-up comedy, which, yeah, I know. So, which is crazy because when I started doing comedy, I was like, I want the world to know my problems. And then when she started doing comedy, it was like, I want the world to know my problems with me. You know, like, it's, uh, okay. Uh, I think that was all my time. I'm going to get off stage. Uh, give it up for your amazing host, Pam Benjamin. Yay. So vulnerable tonight. Ian Levy, everybody. Is it therapy or I too was a nanny, right? And here's the thing. Having sex on top of a baby is not pedophilia. Right? No, because the baby, we're making eye contact, and I'm having a good time getting banged from behind, and I'm making eye, baby's safe, looking at the baby. I'm having a good time. Baby's having a good time. That's not, I don't feel, just because the baby's first words are, uh, uh, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't make me a bad nanny. Makes me a bad nanny. <laughs> That's like, I wrote that in my second year of comedy. <laughs> I, I rarely do that joke because it's like, dabbles into pedophilia and one of my friends was like i have children pam but i literally had sex on top of a baby once <laughs> but it's seriously they can only see like six inches in front of their face so it's no big deal it's like it's like a three-month-old baby it was a tiny baby none of you have ever hung out with babies your next comedian have you hung out with babies you have skip you what you want to be up later Meow, meow, meow. Why don't you? Why don't you chill for a sec, and then we'll put you up later, and that's fine. You have to come on. You're here. You're amazing. About what does it? Does this will make you feel better? They're all really nice. It's like I'm. I'm the. Am I the? We're not gonna. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be new. Fuck you. Just it's. Come on. Come on. Everybody, Kavita, sing. Kavita. All right, I'll do, all right, I'm gonna do old material. I'm sorry, I know you guys have heard this. Dorian, don't record, like, right now. Okay, all right. All right, what should I talk about? Uh, should I do the, should I do the, 
boyfriend thing or should I do the it's yeah it's easy all right all right okay all right hey guys I'm Kavita I have entered my third year of being in a relationship yeah my boyfriend's name is Ryan Howe a super white name for my black boyfriend his parents decided to name him that because they didn't want recruiters discriminating against him in the application process Name aside, I feel like you get a sense of what colonization looks like when your black boyfriend is a part of an acapella troupe. I was like, Ryan, I don't know if you're doing much for the culture by performing for the testosterone tones. I think we're taking falsetto to a completely different stage. I, um, my, my, my parents don't approve of my relationship because they're fucking racist, but I still try to uh, talk to talk to talk to my mom about my relationship with Ryan in hopes that she'll humanize him more which I think is a radical approach I think the average Gen Zer is like normalize murdering your racist parents and I'm like that's not productive I'm on their phone plan I I moved here from the east coast it's challenging it's forced me to reckon with my mental illness why because the weather's pretty warm over here right on the east coast it's cold you blame your depression on the weather i can't do that here i can't have a conversation with a friend and be like hey i had to talk myself from a ledge yesterday and they're like yeah the sun will do that to you all right all right uh, the reason why I'm here is, uh, is, is because my boyfriend dragged me out. I was on the East Coast. He was on the West Coast. He proposed an open relationship. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to give you a free trial to cheat on me. Uh, what does it activate once you enter another woman's body? No, 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 no. And I shot it down because I feel like there are very few situations in which a partner telling their SO, I think we should see other people, actually results in more commitment. You know, it's like my boyfriend calls me three months down the line and is like, hey, um, I just fucked this really sexy baddie. I miss you. <laughs> like, that's, that's not going to happen. Long, dis uh, long distance for what, right? Like, I'm... He's like, let's do an open relationship. Let's fuck other people. And I'm like, how's online Scrabble? All right, I I'm done, guys. Thank you. I want to get down lower than Atlantis. Going toe-to-toe -to -toe with We forced her, yeah! She came up here under protest. Uh, without consent. Yeah, she, had, she consented eventually. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I'm a terrible person. Um, I want to say it's called cyclothymia. That's um, when you when your when your moods are dependent upon the weather and it's cold. Uh, it's called cyclothymia, and it's a thing or whatever. They're like, oh, I live in. I tried to kill myself in Seattle because I have cyclothymia. It's like move to, <laughs> then move to Florida, move to Key West, friend. Uh, your next comedian is super edgy, and are you you're sharing pictures right now? Your next story. You know, she knows, oh, he's just going to film. Yeah, all the gems that are going to fall out of his mouth right now. Put your hands together, everybody, for Dorian Trung. Yay! Come on, shake the bank, do whatever it takes. All right. What's up, everyone? 
Damn, I'm number seven, and uh, so far nothing about Kyle Rittenhouse. I was, ex I was expecting some killer jokes tonight. If you guys didn't know, uh, Rittenhouse killed uh, two white guys uh, in some other state, I forgot. And um, he was uh, found not guilty today by a jury. And the people that are angry at that, they're like, he shouldn't have been there with the gun in the first place. And they're right. Um, if he didn't want the attention, he shouldn't have gone there dressed like a gun whore. <laughs> All right. So while uh, the country is being torn apart over there, you know, uh, coronavirus is finally bringing the country together. Who knew the police and uh, black people have something in common? That's right. Neither one of them want to take the vaccine. I guess you can say uh, Corona has both canceled the police and uh, saved black lives. It hasn't always been that way, though. In the beginning, people were saying really racist shit. No, do you guys remember when they used to say, the Chinese virus has killed 1% of the population? That's offensive as shit, man. Because I know that Chinese people would not settle for anything less than 99%. And I know, I know 1% of the population is a lot of people. I'm just saying we lost 1% of the people. But when we walk outside, we don't notice they're gone. That's it. Um, if you guys haven't figured it out yet, uh, I have nothing to offer women. But, uh, but women are really kind. They're really nice. They, um, you know, sometimes they'll give me positive attributes that I don't deserve. The other day, I, uh, I walked a lady back to her car because, you know, it was dark out. And when we got there, she got real close to me, and she was like, oh, what a gentleman. And I said, I have to stop you right there. I'm actually a misogynist. Because I was convinced the moment you walk out there without me, you will be raped and murdered. And I thought if anyone was going to have sex with you tonight, I was hoping it would be me. All right, good night then. My, uh, my ex left me because I wouldn't role play certain things with her. Um, she wanted me to pretend she was the star quarterback of our high school team. And I said no. And she called me a homophobe. And I, and I just told her, I was like, I'm not a homophobe. There's just certain lines I wouldn't cross. And um, the moment I said that, I realized she was there for all the other thousands of role plays that we were, we were uh, together. And it turns out I have uh, no issue role playing as a slave master. Yikes. I mean, don't get mad at me. She was pretending to be black. Um, and <laughs> Anybody here thinking about uh, moving to Texas? Me neither. I'm anti-condoms. I, um, <laughs> I think we should uh, treat abortion like we treat masturbation. Like you shouldn't do it all the time, but it's there for you if you need to squeeze one out. That's me having an abortion, by the way, just, <laughs> just right there. Right into the toilet. All right, that's all I have. Thanks. <laughs> Doria Drong, everyone. Just to school you a little bit. If you're going to do the RU86 into the toilet, it's not as good because when you go in and get the actual abortion, they give you midazolam, which is a short-lived, fast-acting benzodiazepine. So why be in pain at home alone 
on a toilet when you could just have some cool drugs. <laughs> Go in for it. No? I mean, this affects none of... If, if you ever... Seriously, if you ever get the choice, don't take the pill at home. Because then you have to suffer alone. But if you go to the hospital, they give you these great drugs. And they're all real nice to you. And you get like apricot juice at the end. It's nice. It's really great. And you can, you can hand them flyers for your next comedy show. That's what I did. Because <laughs> I told them jokes during my abortion. Your next comedian is uh, number nine on the list. And I'd, I'd memorized it before. And now I've forgotten it. Oh, it's Jacob Hanshaw. This is, you're the one thing, I wrote this list five times a day and I kept being like, I was trying to write the whole thing down without looking at the other list because I'm like, ah, what else am I doing with my time? And I always got stuck on you. I, I know what I was like, but then I was like, but then I learned it. I'm like, Jacob Hanshaw. His name is Jacob Hanshaw. Everybody put your hands together for Jacob Hanshaw. Yay! All right, give it up for Pam. I guess she's going to remember me now. So That's going to be great. Uh... So yeah, I'm Jacob. Uh, I'm an only child. That means my parents figured out they didn't want kids right after having me. So that was great. Um, it is a bit weird being an only child. You know, you all go on family vacations. I go to a cabin in the woods with a middle-aged couple. A little bit of a different experience. Yeah. Also, a lot of people get their first porn from their siblings. Uh, my first porn experience was the Titanic. And I still can't come outside of a freezing cold shower. Also, how I named my penis Jack. Because it always starts off, Jack, I'll never let go. Until five or two minutes later, ugh, we're done. Uh, did you hear they're actually building a new Titanic cruise ship in China? Yeah. Some people are worried that it won't hold water. But that's what the first one was best at. So, you know, Others are worried that history will repeat itself. But there's no icebergs left to hit. Pretty good. Ah, yeah, I can just see the sequel now. Titanic 2 going viral. Or um, actually, maybe you could call it Patient Zero Two, because it's coming out of China. <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, yeah, you know, actually, maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing if it sinks. Do you know how many influencers will be on the maiden voyage? It'll be like Noah's Ark for terrible people. As the ship's going down, they're all still getting in line for their bow selfie. OMG, just look at this view. Hashtag deja vu. Hashtag nighttime swim. Hashtag feeding the sharks. Hashtag lived my best life. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Maybe the same company should make other disastrous adventures so that you too can have an obituary your grandkids will remember. COVID so played out, you know. Instead, get lit on the Hindenburg. Go up in flames on the Challenger. Let the Spanish flu take your breath away. 
or my personal favorite, get the plague. Once your skin turns black, not coming back. Oh man, uh, that would be some grisly open caskets, though. Um, why do we still do open caskets anyway? You know, the Botox, the like spiky things on your contact lenses, like, who's that for? No eligible bachelorette's gonna saunter into my funeral and be like, oh, he was good. Still counts as losing your virginity if you're dead first, though, right? At least I won't have to worry about going flappy in the middle. I'll be rock hard the whole time. Don't need Viagra when you've got rigor mortis. All right, thank you, everybody. That's my time. Jacob Hanshaw, laughing at death in the face. <laughs> I know you're not even 40 yet. You, you just don't, you don't get to laugh at death until after. Well, no, you can. You can laugh at anything you want. That was lovely. Uh, your next comedian. Oh, so uh, Kelly, you just walked in, but we, and we're going to move a little bit and we're going to get to it, but put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. It's Camuel Baldwin. Yay! <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, so I just recently like quit watching porn, so I'm like my dopamine level is like really low. So I'm like really low energy right now. But, like I had to quit porn, watching porn because like it started getting weird. Like once, like the last time I was doing it, like I didn't plug my laptop in. So in the middle of doing it, like the laptop went out, of, like the battery just ran out. So then it was just me looking at a silhouette of myself in the computer screen. <laughs> And it, like, it scared the shit out of me because like, I kind of look like, like Gollum. I was looking like a, I was, yeah, I was looking like a, like a gargoyle just bent over, just like, <laughs> and then like, after like, looking at myself, like, I need, like, this needs to stop. Like, I really need to grow up. <laughs> so, I'm looking forward to getting older. Like, I'm 32 right now, and I figure like, I got like 3,100 more Saturdays left. So I'm gonna try to like, Really, really go hard. Cause like when I, when I look at it like that, like throwing on hundred more Saturdays, like today was a shitty fucking day. So like if tomorrow was shitty, and then I just it's just a weekend gone, then I have what three thousand one hundred ninety nine left. Is that how numbers work? Or if I had thirty two, if I had thirty two hundred more Saturdays, one less Saturday, that's what thirty one one nine nine. Yeah, okay. Just check my math here, very fine. Um, but like. At this point in my life, my, my body is just starting to do whatever the hell it wants. Like, it's not even, like, consulting me. Like, I, I hit my, um, my right ankle the other day, like, at the gym, and then I put ice on it and everything. Like, I was hopping, hopping around for the rest of the day. And then I get into my bed, and I wake up the next morning, and then my left knee is fucking throbbing, and my right ankle isn't hurting any fucking more. It's like, my body's like, nah, we're not fucking dealing with this shit today. You send that shit to the fucking knee. Like, it just deported the fucking pain from my ankle to my knee. I'm like, okay, this is just what the fuck we're doing now. Like, I had a, um, like, and I'm starting to, like, to hurt myself and not know how the fuck I did it. Like, just weird, because I had a welt, like, almost on my back with, like, a, a, a cut on it. And then I discovered it because I was in the shower. And then when I went back to go reach for it, I, like, I felt like it had a, a scab on it. I was like, when the fuck did I hurt, then heal myself without myself noticing? Like, how the fuck does that happen? 
Yeah. <laughs> so my name is Camuel, and every time I meet someone new, I have to put make sure they put emphasis on the Ewool. Otherwise, they're just in like calling me Camel. And then like I tell them, um, and when I explain it to them, I tell them, okay, just it's like Samuel, but with the C. But then I say it so fucking much, like I might as well just change my name so it's Samuel with the C and just make people say the whole fucking thing. And then like, okay, I'll be like, okay, you can just call me Cam. They'd be like, oh, like Cam Newton? I'm like, no, not like Cam Newton. Like, it's like Cam Baldwin. It's not like anything. It is. Like, that's my name. It is Cam Baldwin. That's my name. Like, it's not like anything. Like, what, what, what are we talking about here? One minute. Okay. We found something good. So, I'm looking, for, I'm especially looking forward to getting old to the point where, like, I can start not caring about people's fucking names. Like, like I've been saying my name, Camuel, for over 30 years, and I understand it's, it's still kind of difficult. But my grandma once called me Craig for an entire fucking summer when I was little. And I'm like, I'm trying to get on her level. I'm like, fuck these names. <laughs> uh, I've been Camuel Barr, I appreciate you guys. Crooked lawyers, false indictments, publicized, it's entertainment. Yeah, Camel. Very nice. Okay, so because um, Kelly was late and Brady was here, you guys have to do my little game for it. You have to do cat. Oh, just let Brady go. Okay, so that you don't want to play cat tinfoil microwave. Dang it. Gosh darn. Cat tinfoil microwave. It's like Rochambeau, except that microwave beats cat. <laughs> tinfoil beats microwave. Anyway, I think it's cute. Uh, your next comedian, he's so cute. Put your hands together for Brady Pearson. Yay! Oh my God, how are we today? How are y'all? What's going on? It's been it's been quite the week for me, you know. Haven't had a lot of time to do a lot, but I've been thinking about a lot of things. Like if I had any talent or um, skill at things, or sometimes I feel like I've missed my calling. You know, like I should be coming up with a new perfume for the American condition. And um, I came up with I came up with two. Uh, the first one is called White Woman, and you have to say it like that. <laughs> White Woman. The tagline is always in front. The companion fragrance is for you, for all you gentlemen out there. Um, it's called Entitled. It's how you feel. I have a lot of other fantasies like, um, what if we had something like a Dick Olympics? You know what I'm saying? My mom always said I should really do what I'm good at. So I know that I would be on the all-American cocksucking team. And I imagine there would be something like a, um, oh, synchronized fisting team. I kind of missed that one, but it made me sad. And it's not easy keeping up with this because you know, like you gotta go through a lot of exercises, you know, and you wanna be really good at this and so, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you in on a little inside stuff, you know, so we can show you how to be successful 
and you're going for the cocksucking Olympics. Okay, here we go. We throw it. We train. Okay, ready? Okay, we get down on our knees like this, and we go like, okay, okay. <clears throat> this is called the kneeling priest. Okay. Some of you may know that. You probably know that one. Right? Okay. There, there are some Catholics in the room that are familiar with this, this position. <laughs> Am I right? Okay. Maybe you? Okay. 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 Oh, love it. Yeah. Uh, uh. Well, you know what I've been doing, you know. Um, she stays true to form. She stays true to form. Okay. And then what you want to do is you want to, like, make sure you got to get the neck movement right. So you have to go tip, tip to taint like that. Okay. Okay. Then you go. And you kind of breathe. You kind of grab this right here. And you kind of move your hand. You got to stretch like this, like up, up. And we call that blossoming lotus, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Was that too much? Um, not enough. Oh, I like you. You're my kind of guy. Not enough. Oh my God. Let's see what is. On. Oh, I have one last fantasy for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and that's if I rewrote Little Orphan Annie, and it and I call it Little Orphan Fanny, and it goes a little something like this. Okay. <clears throat> Your son'll come out tomorrow. That'll be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cum. He'll be gay, but he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin. He'll grin and say, Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom tomorrow. It's only a gay away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brady Pearson. Thank you, Pam. Hey, Brady Pearson! It's only a gay away. All of you together. Kavita, you feel safe here? <laughs> Good. I'm sorry. I always I mean, feel safe, but you know I just worry. You know I worry about the other. What's happening? Everything's fine. We're all in a good time. Uh, your next comedian, I, I'm so excited that he's here. He shaved and he books shows and he's really funny. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kelly Evans! Yay! Or is it a new beginning? A new Thank reality. you, Pam. <laughs> Thank you, Brady. Can't wait for your cats version. All right. It's doing all the uh, all the greats. What's up? No promises to be funny, by the way. No promises. Um, I worked at a grocery store through most of the pandemic, and uh, a lot of people would call us essential workers. Um, I don't think that's the accurate term. I don't know. It didn't feel like that quite fit. If I had to pick a word, I'd be like, we were high most of the time, honestly. Just... Really high. I mean, you kind of have to be in a grocery store, you know? I worked in a store with five aisles, five aisles. And I don't know if you've been in a store, produce, pretty big aisle, you know? And I can't tell you how many times people walked in and were like, hey, where's the produce? I'm like, fucking walk, you idiot. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go smoke some weed in the back. <laughs> yeah. Fucking great. Uh, thank God for unemployment. Got me through the rest. Um, oh, yeah. I hate condoms. I'm just going to throw it out there. I can't stand them. I mean, you have to wear them. You should wear You should definitely wear them. 
you know, because like hypothetically, maybe you have sex with someone who like, I don't know, takes her used tampon out and like puts it in between your bed and the wall. So you find it six months later when you move out and you're like, what the fuck, you raccoon? Okay. Yeah, so the next time you have sex with her, wear a condom, you know? Uh, uh, but yeah, I don't understand why condom companies are trying to like dress something up that is just not going to be good either way. Like they're trying to improve them. They're like, ah, they're all fancy technology. Like ribbed for her pleasure. Is it for, is that her pleasure? Is that what women want is just a bumpier dick? You know, is that really what we're aiming for? I mean, I've been worried about size the entire time. Turns out it was texture. It was texture is the issue. Topography, I don't know. I'm going to fucking tape some bars on. Uh, is that what gets to orgasm? Because I need to know. I need to know what it is. All right. <laughs> um, I did heroin. Yeah, and boy, are my arms tired, huh? All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, don't do that. Don't do heroin. In case you were like, maybe after the dog park, I don't know, boot some skag. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's probably a bad idea. You know, a lot of people know the, the negatives of, you know, because they show them all. I would say the biggest negative of heroin is uh, it's awesome. It's so cool. It's so amazing. It's too good. I'm going to be, uh, yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's too good is the problem, you know? Uh, it's like it's like having sex for the first time. It's actually very similar. Because, you know, after you have sex for the first time, it's like, this is all I want to do. From now on, fuck my hobbies and my friends. I don't fuck them. I don't need them, all right? I'm just fucking doing this right here. Do I have any money? I'm going to find some money. Let's make this happen. We're going to go out and get it. You're doing it in places you never thought, like a Barnes & Noble bathroom. You're like, fuck yeah, all right. That got weird real quick. Uh, you know? Uh, yeah, sex is like, it's like heroin, um, especially if you get hepatitis, you know? Uh, <laughs> very similar. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I took a 23andMe like a few years ago. I know a, a lot of uh, uh, my people like to take them. White people, you know? You know us? You've heard of us. Uh, mainly because I think a lot of white people are like, we get told a lot that we have no culture, like white people don't have culture, which is totally incorrect i don't know maybe you've heard of our food uh taco bell <laughs> okay yeah we made that all right um also i think yoga i'm not sure namaste pretty sure it means don't vaccinate but um yeah uh but i took it and i, I understand it. It, it, white people good good for you if you find out you're five percent native american just shut the fuck up about it all right Nobody wants to hear it at a party. Um, and then if you're not white and you find out that you do have some white, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but uh, I guess embrace your culture, you know? Stop vaccinating your kids or something. I don't know. That fell apart at the end. But thank you. What's happening? Check it out. It's critical. The situation is pitiful. Kelly Evans, everyone. Hooray. I'll never be an opiate addict because I don't like opiates. I'm, I, I found no I found out once I took a fentanyl patch I took a fentanyl patch it was just uh, 25 milligrams and I didn't like it at all and I was like and I didn't tell anybody but then I told my ex-husband later and I was like hey he was my husband at the time I'm like hey that was was wrong this weekend I had a 25 milligram fentanyl patch on and he was like oh and I was like but what did we get out of this weekend I'll never be an opiate addict yay I don't like opiates I like benzodiazepines and hallucinogens uh, I don't know what to say about your next comedian. He's very funny. Put your hands together for Sam Carroll. Yay! 
1.5 milligrams is some bullshit. It's not enough. That's why you didn't like it. You need at least 27 or 28 milligram patches. How you doing? You guys think Kyle Rittenhouse is guilty? I don't have a joke about this, but I'm just curious. I want to gauge the room. I've been reading the comments section on Facebook, and I don't think it's accurate. Kyle Rittenhouse guilty? No, he's not self-defense. You saw the videos and shit? I watched the trial. The judge was, like, worried about lunch the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he would open up the day for the murder trial, and he would be like, do you guys have the calzones? What do you think of the calzones? I had the pepperoni. I heard the eggplant was good. <laughs> or there'll be like a football game last weekend. He'll be doing crowd work with the jury. He'll be like, who's your Packers fans? Bears fans? Which one are you guys? There's a murder trial about to happen in five minutes. We got to get on it so we can get to lunch on time. <laughs> it's crazy. He had a big watch. The judge had a big watch. I don't think judges should have big watches. I think that means they're being paid. His watch was too big. And he was an old white guy. And he seemed to have taken Kyle Rittenhouse's side from the very beginning. I thought that was interesting, if you guys watched the trial. One of the dudes in the trial, his name was Gage Grosskurtz, and he was a medic. He was a medic, and he carried a Glock in his waistband. He's paramedic, too, I think, which is like the super medic that they have. And he had a tattoo that said, uh, do no harm, which is the mantra of the medics. It said, do no harm, and they had that snake running up the pole. And then on the bottom it said, do no harm with the K. Like, dude, you know, shitty tattoo. <laughs> and, and I swear to God, Kyle Rittenhouse blew that tattoo off his bicep. This is not made up. Guy ran at him, and Kyle Rittenhouse shot, and the tattoo that said, do no harm, while he's running at him with the Glock, he blew the tattoo off the bicep. I swear to God, you cannot write this shit. I mean, I wrote it, but it's based on facts. Crazy. This is a crazy trial, man. Crazy trial. This is like the last two months in the news has been so interesting. I mean, Alec Baldwin got a person dead. You remember that? Well, people forget that Alec Baldwin got a person got to be deceased, and he's no longer. She's no longer with us. Um, and this is a disaster, financially speaking, for the production company. I mean, they're out of. Mo I don't think they're going to make the movie anymore. I wanted them. I I would go see it now. Now I would go see it. I mean, it'd be the movie that... What were you going to say? They are going to make the movie? Is that confirmed? No, I think they're not going to make the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to see it, but now I would. It's, it's like the movie where someone actually died. I used to be a kid, and people would. I thought people died in movies, and then I found out they didn't die, and I was like, ah, oh, movies suck, and now... But now that a person died, I would go see it, but... I don't know. This is a tragedy. This is really a tragedy. You know, uh, if I, it's going to be a big settlement for the family of the deceased, for the family of Helena. Um, you know, it'd be the first thing I'd buy with the settlement money if I was the father of the deceased. First thing I'd buy that settlement money if I was the father of the deceased. A blowjob suck machine. I always wanted one of those. You know, those robotic ones with the lips, and they warm up. They have the they're like hundreds of dollars now. You don't even have to have sex anymore. You can just buy a robot. I used to be a masseuse before COVID, and then COVID came around. Everybody bought electric massagers. You know what I mean? Robot took my job, then fucked my wife. My ex-wife. My ex-wife had a body like an hourglass. 
Got big feet and a big head. You guys get it? Cause that's what hourglasses look like. And a thin, sandy pussy. That's what her pussy looked like. Are you? That's the light. That is the light. Indeed. I went to a rave the other day, like a, like a Molly thing, and I couldn't really enjoy myself. I had too many things in my pockets. You know? You know what I'm talking about? You need loose, flowy pants with soft cotton that just rest on your leg. I sound like Joe Biden right now. You need flowy pants that cuff at the ankles. I just, I had a Speedo on. <laughs> a denim Speedo. The little, I bought it because it was cute. It had a little pocket tucked in for your laptop right in the back. I used to work for a suicide hotline that paid their employees commission. Not in a good mood, I just found out I have autoerotic anaphylaxis. The very rare side effect of having a peanut allergy. Any contact with nuts in my throat starts to close up and I begin to violently masturbate. All right, I'll end it there, that's enough. Sam Carroll, everyone. Don't put your nuts in his throat. Your next comedian, he's the dad of dads. He's the soccer dad you always wanted. Put your hands together for Ray Khan. Yay! Hi, guys. Hello. Happy Friday night. What's happening? Hello, hello. Oh my God, are we having a good time tonight? Yeah, yeah, cool, excellent. Hey, um, uh, you know, I come from a very educated family. I got a lot of smart people in my family. People are brainiacs. My dad's got a PhD. My mom has two master's degrees, which is impressive. Yeah, so if you know anything about genetics, you know that I am a huge disappointment. Yeah, huge disappointment. I'm a big failure. Not good. Um, one thing I'm really disappointed about is that I am a terrible fighter. I am not a good fighter. I can't swing. I can't punch. I can't kick. I can't do any of it. I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's just my nature, people. So I was at Safeway, uh, you know, about a week or two ago, and I was in line, and I, and I apparently I cut in front of this guy, and he got really mad. Cut him in front of the line, and he's like, hey, man, what the fuck? And I was just like, oh, hey, oh, my God. I'm, you know, uh, uh, what's going on? He goes, you cut me in line. And he put up his fist like he wanted to box. He went from zero to violence very quickly, everybody. Um, so he's up there. He's like, hey, man, what's going on? So I did what any self-respecting man did, do, does. I reached in my pocket, and on my first weapon of choice was a sniveling apology. Yeah, oh my God, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Oh my God, my mother taught me better than this. What can I do? I started offering him things in the basket. Do you like Haagen-Dazs? You just take it. That's okay, let's not fight. I don't want to fight. I'm not interested. I don't know how. And he's like, nah, man, we're about to go. And he keeps his fists up. I'm just like, all right, okay, well, cool. Um, Let's see. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. Ju I don't know jujitsu. I don't know kung fu. I can't box. I can't kick. Oh, I know. I have five years of improv training. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna use all my improv training. So I just started yes ending and hyper agreeing with this motherfucker. I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, hey man, I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm like, yes. Yes, you are. Yes, yes, yes. And you know what? I'm probably not going to finish my shopping. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to crush your face. 
I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And my my looks will be altered forever. <laughs> yeah, and I'm probably gonna have to go to the hospital. Yeah, I just start building on this shit. He's like, hey man, who do you think you are? I'm like, I don't know in this situation. Who am I? Who am I in this situation? Can I get a name, a location? Maybe an occupation, huh? Something we can work with together? Oh my God, it was awful. Anyways, I just edited the scene and I ran. That's how I got out of that situation. Oh my God, I'm getting older, everybody. Anybody getting older here? You guys, I'm getting older. Everybody should raise their hand because that's how fucking time works, okay? We're all getting older. I'm so sorry. Uh, anyway, I'm getting older. I'm feeling a little softer and not as hard as I used to be. And I, you can figure out where I'm going with this. Um, I used to get an erection. It's to be hard as forged steel. Forged steel, everybody. Hard as forged steel now. Uh, now when I get an erection, it's more like a forged signature. Yeah, short, squiggly, and completely unconvincing. Yeah, yeah, my wife is not convinced. No way, man. I present that thing to her. She she treats my junk like she's a banker, and I'm trying to I'm trying to pass a counterfeit bill. It's awful, man. She holds it up to the light. She checks it for the red and blue threads. Those are veins and arteries, people. I'm erect, semi-erect. Uh, <laughs> she does that thing where she um she she moves my balls from side to side, looking for the authentic watermark. That's not nice. <laughs> That's not nice. Oh, my God. And God forbid it has a wrinkle in it. She walks it over to the kitchen counter. She does that move where she kind of smooths it out on the edge of the counter. <laughs> Grant is cold and unforgiving, people. That is not kind. Pam Benjamin, thank you for you. Thank you so much. Friday night. Hooray. Con, everybody. And his bubblegum garbage party. Yeah. That's what you call like a semi-limp dick when you're trying to suck it off. You're trying to make it hard. It's a bubblegum garbage party. No? No one's ever done that? You've never had a bubblegum garbage party in your mouth? Come on now. Uh, your next comedian, an amazing human being, an, an incredible dad, dog of dads, a husband, just a really uh, an amazing human being. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, for Adam Close. Yay! Thanks, Pam. I needed that. I hate myself. Aww. I've been depressed lately. Um, but at least I'm tall, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'd hate to be short and depressed. They say that joke is punching down. It's fucking math, guys. I'm half white. Um, on a hot day, my ball sack looks like a Salvador Dali painting. The other half is obviously fucking white. Come on, look at me, guys. Wearing fucking mint pants. Uh, The bare naked ladies be like, an aggressive case of false advertising, right? I went to a concert in the 90s. They were like, it's been one week since you looked at me. I'm like, where are the tits? You ever see the top 10% of a girl's titties and know in your heart of heart that you do not want to see the bottom 90%? Right? Put that cleavage away. 
All right, I'm sorry, guys. I'm better than that. Was that joke okay? Yeah, you know the titties. I'm. You know the titties I'm talking about, though. Like, yeah, come on, girl. I just went right back to it after I apologized. <laughs> All right, uh, I was talking to this guy. I was wearing a throwback basketball jersey earlier this week, and a guy I was talking to was like, oh, where'd you get that jersey? And I was like, my cocaine dealer was big into eBay. And he was like, oh, like he ran a store. And I was like, nah, dude. He sold cocaine and then bought whatever he wanted on eBay. He's five foot seven. He had this 3X Monte Ellis jersey. I gladly took it off of him. I'm six foot five, 220 pounds. It's way too fucking big for me. I got to do that old school hyphy move where you, you tuck it in like you got a sidekick. You remember that? Remember Tall T's? Camuel? You know what I'm talking about. You ever um, get in your car on the way to work and you're like, maybe today will be the day motherfuckers drive correctly. Spoiler alert, it never is. Just merge. I don't give a fuck about your bumper sticker. Stanford mom, don't care. Just merge. NRA, shoot yourself in the fucking head. Just merge. Coexist, I'd rather not. Just fucking merge. I saw someone with their face all twisted up while they were parallel parking, and I knew that they weren't very good at it just from the onset, because they were making the same face that I make when I eat pussy. Just like at home, uh, my neighbor had to come out and help the dude uh, finish. <laughs> Back it up. Back, just get out. Just get out. All right. I like um, that as a modern society, we have the technology to invent like a wave pool to recreate uh, marine biology conditions so we could study marine biology and rednecks were just like, nope, we're gonna drown in it. You guys ever been to a wave pool at the water park? Every year someone drowns in those motherfuckers. It's like just study snails or whatever, dude. All right, I'm gonna go kill myself, guys. Give it up for me. Don't kill yourself. You have a dog you have to take care of. Ashley Manning. I'll put you on the. You were kind of supposed to be up next, but I don't want to put you up next. You just walked in the door, but you do look like like you look like um like a beautiful witch that like floated in and is really wonderful. Like I'm like, what spittles are you going to be doing tonight? Yes. Um, before we go, we have a couple comedians left, and you're all amazing, and please stick around, but right now clap for Chad in the back, because he's a champion, and he's running the ones and twos. He has an amazing new show called My Brilliant Buddies uh, from 2 to 4 every Thursday, and I was so scintillated last Thursday, I might become a Bitcoin-like converter. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, it's real. Once they were like, oh, women, it's the same. Anyway, there was a feminist aspect to it, and I was like, I'm in. <laughs>
put, put, put my money away. It's just little pieces of paper that float through my hands. Why I save him a house? What I put? I make them into cat litter. Like what? Are, what are dollar bills used for? How about this? Never pee in your own cat litter. I know you want to find out how big your bladder is, but don't do it. I've done it. It's just a waste of cat litter. Like it's just. I wanted to try. I wasn't that. I was drunk. I was drunk enough that I was like, I'm not gonna use the toilet. I'm gonna see how much, how, like how big, how much bigger. My, my my bladder is much bigger than my cat's. <laughs> it was it was a big waste of money. Your your next comedian is a lovely human being. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Newman Shock! Yay! To all my boys way across the country, dealing with the struggle, the good, the bad, and the ugly. What's up, guys? Um, I actually used to be a, I'm a lifeguard right now, and uh, if I saw like I saw a grown man like drowning in a wave pool, I would not save him. Like he he he's not gonna make it either way. Yeah, like that he can't survive. Um, I don't know that Kyle Rittenhouse thing that happened. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I knew he was gonna be like acquitted when I saw the judge treating him better than my dad has ever treated me like that. That was a very paternal relationship. Like I like I was jealous. Like I was like I want to be on trial with this guy. What the fuck? Like that's way better. <laughs> Shit, dude. That's that's hard. Um, I don't know. Um, I've been I've been I've been saying a lot of Republican things lately. Like that's what I've been doing. Um. Like, all my roommates speak Spanish, except me. And, yeah, like, I've been, like, whenever they're, like, all, like, start talking Spanish, I've been, like, finding myself saying things like, uh, this is America. We speak English here. And the weirdest thing is, like, all my roommates are white. Yeah, like, I'm the only brown one there. This is very weird for me. Um, I've also realized, um, I don't think we all deserve health care. Like, we really do. We we don't like really know because I think like we made the quarter pounder like we we chose we chose the path that we're on like we don't deserve that um yeah I I I love America I do like I really love this place I I've like I've like started appreciating like the unique aspects of America like I've begun to appreciate mass shootings <laughs> for the blessing they are in disguise you know because like everything is like fun like everything is high stakes now you know like we could all die right now do you realize how exciting that is like how do people have midlife crises anymore you know what i mean like you, this could be a diehard situation in like two minutes if we have just a little bit of bad luck or like statistically you know i don't know um, let me check my phone i don't usually do this but fuck it who cares um yeah, I was in a I was in a car crash recently. Um, spoiler alert, I survived. You know, I did. Yeah, don't want to keep you holding out there. Um, it was weird because the person I crashed into was my insurance agent. Yeah, that that was weird. I was like, are you still gonna give me like the best service you can, or is that not gonna happen? I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. I don't have auto insurance, so. Yeah. Um. No, it it was worse. No, actually, no, it was better because the person I crashed into was my mechanic. So now he can't even upsell me on this shit. Like, I was like, you're going to give me new tires when he busted my windshield? Like, how is that? I was like, okay, fuck. Um, that, that's fine. Um, I don't know. Um, let's go back to the politics. I think I, that's where we guys, like, um, there was an insurrection a couple months ago brought to you by Facebook. <laughs> or Meta, I think. I don't know. Um, 
How do you how do you guys feel about the insurrection? Did you like it? Not good. No. Yeah, yeah. I... Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was scary. Um, no, I, I'm gonna be honest. I was underwhelmed. I really was, cause white people had like 20 years to be like the top tier terrorists again, and they couldn't even imagine. They couldn't like manage a discount Travis Scott concert. Like there, that was a very low death count. I was frankly disappointed like 9-11 is like the lebron james of terrorist attacks and they couldn't even imagine like a kyle kuzma so yeah i guess i'll end there thank you <laughs>
And and in the middle of it, I felt something hot and slimy. And because this had happened to me before, I knew it. And I was terrified to look behind me just because I didn't want him to be like, Poking me and poking me in the eye with his dick, you know, like so I just kind of put some napkins on and it was like, fuck, I can't eat my popcorn now as I just touched this guy's semen. So and the thing is I had seen the movie twice before, so it was it was okay. But like I got like, but at the same time, I didn't want to look him in the eye because he knew he did it. He was aiming at the back of my head. Fucking John Wilkes Booth motherfucker. Yeah, um, so, like, uh, you know, I didn't want to call the police, but, you know, like, like, can you get this cum sample off of my fucking hair? <laughs> I didn't call the police. I just took a shower because, you know, I had that, that slow cry shower. You know, after rape victims, you know, I show the picture of the woman crouched down in the shower, having a big cry. That's what I did. And then I shampooed my hair with extra conditioner. Because it left it kind of stiff, you know? Something about Mary. Remember how her hair was all like, yeah, okay. All right, guys, that's my time. Next time you get your $5 bill out, say sorry, Lincoln. Ashley Talmadgen doing a little bit of therapy here tonight. Yes. No, that's fine. No, I'm hey, that's woo. Exciting stuff. No, I well, I mean, no one's. I don't have anyone ever actually. Have I? Uh, anyway, I don't want to. I'm not. I'm, a, I'm gonna. I'm gonna unpack this later. Thank you, Ashley. Clap it up for Ashley Tomajin. Yay! So vulnerable. We have two comics left. Your next comic. This is the first time he's ever done comedy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And I'm the worst host ever because I've already can't pronounce your name. And I'm a dick. So what I'm going to say is like yay for the new guy. And then you say how to pronounce your name because I'm a horrible host. Uh, hey, put your hands together, everybody. For this first time ever doing comedy, this new guy. Yay! Yeah! Oh, hello, hello. Hi. So my name is Nawaz, by the way. And uh, uh, you guys have been operating this mic really well, by the way. So I think my future is as a mic operator. I don't know. Um, okay, so I saw that people were like discussing about Rittenhouse, like whether it was like right or not. Like you know, we don't agree. You know, um, all that while I was like, damn, I wish this guy had Indian parents. <laughs> I I really did. Like this kid would have been working on his math scores. <laughs> like no time for AR-15s. I'm telling you. <laughs> Like, <laughs> that's why I mean, uh, I saw like white parents like asking options for their kids. They were like, oh, do you want to like get on the stroller? Would you? I'm like, like really, come on. So white parents have to like, you know, start beating, beating their kids up. So. Take it, take it from me. Okay. Uh, also, I'm an immigrant. And uh, I think by now you would have known that I'm from India, you know, just to clear up the confusion. Um, so, I mean, people from that area, like like Pakistan, India, Bangladesh, we all look alike. And my name is very, very Pakistani. So uh, people from Pakistan, like, you know, get very excited when they see me. 
they are like yes for three seconds they are like and then they go and then like you know i tell them i'm from india and they're like no <laughs> oh no almost no and then like as if they just lost their lost a lottery or something so um that happens to me a lot and uh, a lot of a lot of uber drivers here if you don't know they are from afghanistan a lot of them are so and apparently it's a my name is a very common afghani name as well i didn't know this so uh, uh i always have like a great like you know uh, experience in my uber so they are like like brother welcome <laughs> yeah like like uh okay okay that's nice like i have a friend same name just like you i'm like that's very cool uh so brother where are you from I'm like damn <laughs> i'm like i already disappointed the pakistanis i mean <laughs> i mean i can't lose more ethnicities right like you know sounds like it's kabul my friend yeah that's where i'm from like he starts talking to me in pashto i'm like whoa 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 i i i was i just moved i was just born there i was like oh okay and then still like we continue the conversation the lift ride is great so five stars five stars all over um um also i work in fashion uh this is a bomber jacket you know just in case you guys didn't know that um also also i'm a muslim unrelated unrelated <laughs> so um so working in fashion what's that like right um so what that means is i work with people um white people <laughs> so a lot of them and uh everybody look alike they also like name like the names are very redundant what what so i, I work with four mics five michels and six ryans so uh that's my job and i know you always get what what you get thinking you're like so you're not a software engineer hey you look like one though i mean <laughs> people assume things that's what i'm saying like you know pakistanis everybody does anyways uh that's it for uh, for now i will see you guys next time thank you so much And I still can't remember your name. All I can think about now is Michelle, because you said Michelle at the end. Keep it up for the new guy. Tell me your name again. It's Baraz, right? Baraz? It's not close, is it? Nawaz. Not a B. Nawaz. Nawaz, everybody, it was his first time. This is the first time ever in your comedy. That was great. We met last night, and I was like, five punchlines is three minutes. He got it done. He got it done. He had more than five punchlines, didn't he? Hey everybody, uh, your next comedian, he's all the way from Santa Rosa and it's so exciting that you came back. Oh, and I love your girlfriend so much. I want her to rub me later. She's a massage therapist. No, 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 she's, we, we talked about all kinds of things. Is it? No, he's, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, put your hands together everybody for Tego Lopez, yeah! Yeah, taken out of context, that is really weird. I want your girlfriend to, you know, she knows. Okay, it's all right. <laughs> Fuck, dude, you're from India? Bro, fucking that area over there is fucking crazy. Every country has a gun pointed at every other fucking country. Like India to Pakistan, Pakistan to Afghanistan, Afghanistan may or may not to China. I don't know. Oh, man. 
when I was learning languages, actually, I learned Hindi um, because the I used to work for Mountain Mike's, and uh, they did not like that. They did not like that I was learning it. They were like, no, you do not speak our language. We speak it. You do not speak it. Please. If you would, please. So with the, with the W, the, with you, if you would, please. <laughs> uh, all I remember is, Mera naam Gabriel And that means, my name is Gabriel. And, uh, and that means, what is that? Which is very important when you're learning something from an Indian. Please stop speaking this way, my friend. <laughs> I love language. I love fucking language. I'm learning Japanese. It's so much fun. Oh my god! I I just found out that my uh, my girl or my girl my uh, my coworker's name Shelby is pronounced Shelby. <laughs> oh, isn't that so amazing? I go around work all day. Shelby, Shelby, and then the, you are the best. Is uh, Kimi wa psycho sa Shelby. <laughs> That's a good laugh. I've been working on my anime laugh. <laughs> That's the main guy. And then, <laughs> That's the guy that's like, You're not going to get away with this. That's like the second to head guy. Oh, man. Are you, good? Are you good with the radio voice? Can I hear your radio voice? Are you good with the radio? Are you ready? One man, one decision, one solution, one desire. Fuck, he is good. Guy, he's good. Give it up for him. Hell yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I love, I guess I just, I've had accents my whole life and I've loved different accents. My parents immigrated from Puerto Rico. So they came over not knowing any English and just the, the, sometimes things get lost in translation. Like in Puerto Rico, if you're getting someone's attention, you say mira, mira, mira means look. But you would say it a lot. Mira, 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 mira. And my mom would say it in English, which just sounds so real. Look, 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 look. Mom, please, please stop, please stop. Oh man. And she would say, "There's another one. Que tú me dijiste." Which is like, what did you say to me? Like, get to me the this? But it sounds so rude in English, man, to look at my friend and go, what did you just say to me? Mom, you got to, not with that tone. You got to smile more when you say that, mom. Jesus Christ. Oh, this was fun. Uh, on Halloween, I went to a party at a bar called The Whiskey Tip, and I went dressed as Batman. And when I got to the front, they asked me for my vaccine card. And I told them, uh, I've got both my shots. And don't worry, both my parents, they were shot as well. <laughs> the guy remembered me for the rest of the night. He's like, go on in, Batman. I got you. Nice joke. Thank you. Thank you for that, man. Oh, this is a fun one. I was, uh, I was in L.A. once. And uh, I was uh, at a restaurant on the last day of a sales conference. And I was learning how to sell little pieces of my soul more efficiently and uh there was just me and it was two black girls in front of me there's just me and two black girls and i hear one girl say to the other girl what does a la carte mean and the other girl i love i love how you got into it now i haven't even gotten to the punchline you're like i'm i'm dying now i like that but the other girl, the, the other girl without missing a beat goes girl that's spanish for on a plate and in my head i'm like that's not what that means. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know what the fuck it means. It's what it means now. That's what it means to me. Every, every time I go to a restaurant now, uh, excuse me, uh, those chicken tenders are a la basket. I need that a la carte, please. Thank you. 
That burrito's a la foil. Please unwrap that a la carte from me. Uh, guys, my name is Tego Lopez. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Tego Lopez, everyone. Fuck, I was thinking of a thing the whole time. I was like, I'm going to go up and I'm going to tag this off of you, and it's going to be so clever. And I thought about it and thought about it, and then I forgot about it. <laughs> you ever smoke so much pot that you it was side thank you to give it up for sideshow bob everyone yay take a lopez sideshow bob oh my god i love your hair it's so beautiful i right like tiny little braids all over the place are you real people you're not actually cops you don't want to go up you're just here this is amazing. Thank you. Thank you for being here. You get to vote. You get to vote for your favorite comics, whoever they were. Yeah, I know. You don't have to. If the pressure is too much, it's fine. It's okay. Are you, are, how long have you been dating? Are you married? What is going on? Oh, you're married. How long have you been married? Wow. I was, well, I used to be. So I, I dated I dated five years before I was married, and then I was married for seven. And I got my first STD from my first marriage. Yeah, sexually transmitted debt. That's what you get. Yeah, no, I didn't know that my ex-husband, he had $20,000 of credit card debt from undergrad. I had no idea. We were, uh, like, we, he was in veterinary school, and we got married, and I was like, oh, he's got veterinary debt. He's like, well, there was the $20,000 of... I was like, oh, and he told me three years after we'd been married. I was like, I'm so glad that we're, our relationship is based on truth and honesty. <laughs> Sexually transmitted to the kids these days, though, they call them STIs. Because I think they're really progressive. It's sexually transmitted income. Right? There's, no one wants to marry me anymore. I'm 47. I have no money. There's no reason to marry me. It's terrible. Yeah, so you get to vote. Yeah, uh, you get to vote. I could. I mean, I don't have to keep telling you jokes. Uh, I, I mean, I'd like to because you're people and you have. Oh, good, good. Have you ever tried to be the perfect wife? Are you are? Oh my God! So you've sucked his cock while he's playing Call of Duty. Oh my God! So you know it's not that big of an investment. It's only like seven minutes or whatever. So right. <laughs> well, it depends. It depends when you get cut out of it. But it's usually a seven-minute game if you get it through the end. But so I was sucking my ex-boyfriend's cock while he was playing Call of Duty, and he couldn't sustain his attentions adequately on both tasks, and he had to choose Call of Duty or Call of Booty. What do you choose? You just, oh my God, you're a good husband. No, uh, my, he, my ex-boyfriend chose Call of Duty. I just wanted him to shoot me in the face. The only person he wants to shoot in the face is the 12-year-old boy who lives in Korea. Come on, you guys, let's get these campers. No, I'm very, very vanilla. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what's porn. I don't know what's going on. But um, my ex-boyfriend tried to talk dirty. He was like, let's talk dirty. Let's talk dirty. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. And he's like, I don't know what to say. And I said, hey, wait, wait, wait. Put on that headset. Because I hear what you say to those 12-year-old boys in Korea. I'll put my gun in your pussy mouth. What does that mean? 